Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Talking to the Wall Show. We yet again have our very special guests, Jason and Jeff Burns. How's it going, fellas? Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yes, yes. Happy Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Indeed. It is happy. Feliz. Navidad or (laughs) something. Yes, celebrating Mexicans' victory over the French. Yes, Napoleon the Third. Napoleon the like Third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is what is Cinco de Mayo all about? I don't. I don't. By the way, like I told y'all earlier, everybody beat up on Napoleon the Third, so there's no great yeah. accomplishment with I that. Mean, but yeah, as far as I can tell, Mark Cinco de Mayo is simply a battle <laughs> of the the French was trying to re- recuperate uh, war debts or something, and uh, Mexico wasn't paying up, so they actually physically had to come huh. and 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 get their money, and then. Lo and behold, Napoleon III got beat down by the Mexican army. Uh, and and now we drink to that. And now we drink uh, to that and, <laughs> and get free T-shirts. <laughs> and get free T-shirts, yes, yes. Well, and tacos. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't drink for a free T-shirt, right? You know, so. Oddly enough, I don't order tacos when I go to a, a Mexican you, I mean, restaurant. I mean, again – Y'all, you went out to eat tonight, Jason. I did. You've yet to mention tacos. I yeah. did. Well, how was it? Well, we got. Um, well, I, like I said, I don't get tacos when we go. Um, I okay. get. Uh, we got. We shared chicken fried rice. So it's basically chicken, cheese, melted cheese, and rice mixed together, uh, grilled chicken, and then we added steak to it. And then they give you tortilla shells. Uh, and so I got a side order of black beans with that. And created mm-hmm. uh, a wonderful steak, chicken, black bean, um, mini burritos, if you will, or soft tacos. I guess you could call them soft tacos. This got detailed as hell, real quick. I did. At first, I thought he was describing like a Chinese dish. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, this is Cinco de Mayo, isn't it?" I didn't know what. what or maybe it's just called chicken right. and rice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know. said fried chicken and rice or something, I and I was like, "Wait." Okay. Uh, no, I said chicken fried rice. Is chicken fried rice. That's what you said. Yes, yes. So, so uh, <laughs> how did the people look who were who were dining with you? As as we have protests all across the country, people banging on doors and uh, yelling at cops and blue lives matter. Wait, no, no. Um, <laughs> but what w- what did the people look like? I mean, how were they? Oh, at the restaurant? How were they handling uh, the oh, coronavirus the, yeah, on, they were, uh, at at the restaurant? It was fine. I mean, they, there was probably thirty people in line. Because you couldn't get through on the, on, you couldn't, you couldn't, it was very difficult to call in because it was getting flooded with orders. Uh, I think right. Susan called 50 times and never got through. Whoa. While standing in line. And how uh, many people mm-hmm. in line were wearing masks? Probably about half. Okay. Probably about half. How, how far apart were yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, they, um, did they have like little, like stick taco, taco stickers on the pavement? No, six they feet didn't. apart? No, they didn't. That's racist as hell. Uh, uh, no, it was pretty much spaced nicely until you got to the end of the parking lot because they were running out of room. Yeah, that's so, not a very big parking lot. No, it really is. Was it? Was it? Was it pretty much up to the? Oh yeah. Once you, once, uh, once you got inside the restaurant, they had they had marks, they had X's and and, right. and like floor stickers that said six feet apart, and you could not go past that. So yeah, I mean it it was, you know, they had together. It's just it's it's Cinco de Mayo, so Americans have got to go get their Mexican yeah. arbitrarily on May fifth every year, 
And so it always gets swamped. Like I said, if that was like regular single to mile without uh, Corona, we would have had kids would have been riding donkeys out there. There would have been a DJ. There would have been paint, a face painting. Um, so, you I know, still and, don't, but no pinata. And, I don't, no pinatas. And everyone, and, Can we get a pinata? And everyone to a T was ordering like three or four margaritas takeout. Cause that's really why you're there. Now you can take the margaritas with yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, speaking of pinatas, Mark, have you ever smashed a pinata? Have you ever swung at one? You better believe it, yeah. son. I'm an American. It was sort of hard, actually. You didn't hear what I just said. Yeah, I, I did. What he, <laughs> what he said? He said that I've I, I have definitely hit a pinata because I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. Um, and that, I mean, that's what stands out to me about Cinco de Mayo is that uh, the culture that Americans just adore the Cinco de Mayo, and I mean. Uh, uh, you know, a great deal of our culture is brought here by uh, either immigration or paganism. That's where we get our American culture from. Well, a couple of years, uh, too, man, a couple of years back, see, Susan takes Cinco de Mayo seriously. And a couple of years back, mm-hmm. we went, we started at noon uh, with uh, lunch, and we went to three or four different Mexican restaurants with different friends, different couples. We would meet them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually did like a Mexican restaurant hopping day. Um, it was a little long for me because I was the designated driver. So I had okay. to wait till I got home to enjoy uh, some cold beverages. But Susan Think had a good oh. time. Yeah, Susan had a yeah. good time. It's interesting. Yeah. That, we, we, take, we take Cinco de Mayo seriously here in the Burns household. Well, but how do you – I mean, do uh, to me, the most seriously you could possibly take Cinco de Mayo is to work – Star Wars into it. No, I, when I say we take it seriously, I mean we like to drink. Do you? Oh, I oh, thought yeah, you like. Yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. dressed up like Napoleon the uh, Third. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I don't know. I'm not. A Actually, that would be pretty cool to go around, go to a Mexican restaurant dressed up as Napoleon the Third. That would. Be pretty. <laughs> I'm, the, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm the reason you're all here. Yes, <laughs> I should get it. I should get my meal comped. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You have this holiday thanks to my incompetence. You're there welcome. you go. You're right. <laughs> so, I, I saw. I, I, t- I told you guys earlier. I, I saw you guys uh, saw on Twitter today earlier um, that Cinco de Mayo is essentially for Mexicans. Like, if in uh, Mexico City, if 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 all the Mexicans got really crazy and just got drunk as hell tonight, right? Or, or not tonight, but rather uh, like in October about the Battle of Yorktown. Right, exactly. Like no no connection, really no association. No, This is not important to me, but I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to eat some. Yeah, well, yeah, but, yeah, but see, that's even, that's, even, that's, even, that's even better than what we actually do, because at least the Battle of Yorktown gave us our freedom from England. Uh, Mexico didn't do anything except slap a debt collector. I mean, <laughs> we couldn't even pick their Independence Day to celebrate. Star Wars. Revenge of the, or, or well, no, Star Wars. I thought people really have taken Star Wars and included it into a, uh, a holiday that really kind of doesn't even exist where it supposedly originated. And so now we've taken a holiday, kind of a fake holiday, and now we've thrown a science fiction movie in on it. So may the fourth be with you. And, yeah. Uh, 
what is it, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and they've taken that now and made it Revenge of the Fifth. And I don't know if you guys know this, but they're making it into Revenge of the Fifth as in a fifth of booze. Wow, really? I've not yeah. heard that. Right. So That's interesting. While you're having your Corona beers, you can also slam down a, a, a fifth of uh, Patron or something. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a Corona beer. I really don't know. I do not like the taste. Yeah. And why has it? I'm assuming someone has. Has anyone made a Star Wars beer? No. I, bet I don't know. I, I bet there's a micro craft beer out there, something to do with Star Wars, I guarantee you. But yeah. At the risk of losing listeners. <laughs> well, I, I'm not that much into Star Wars. And I hate ooh. to say that. Uh, no, I was as a kid. I, I was as a kid, loved it, all that good stuff. Now this is an interesting conversation because you know, I you and I have had this conversation before, and you've gotten on me by saying I've said out loud that the Star Wars movies, when you look at them as an adult, really aren't that good anymore, and that's you slammed me that, for that. No, that's a different argument than what I'm making. See, okay. what what we're talking about is a movie that came out in 1977 when you were seven years old, right? And, 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 and we had all the toys. Yes, and a movie that defined your childhood and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't really matter if it was that good mm -hmm. because it was part of your collective childhood memory. I'm just right. saying continuing it forward and having this whole – literally this whole universe yeah, it's of gotten Star crazy. Wars stuff. It's just – it's I don't get that. Yeah, I totally understand the idea of reminiscing as a child about the fondness of Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Chewbacca and R2-D2 and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. That yeah. is so much different than what we're talking about now with this mass, mass marketing machine that has basically taken over Disney. So. Well, that's the second time in two podcasts that we've mentioned reminiscing by Little River Band. Yeah, Heck yeah, man. <laughs> when you said reminiscing, I was thinking too. I was like, I hey. haven't. I didn't hear anything else he said after that. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that should be our theme song. Yeah, reminiscing. Well, I mean, I, that is one thing about the, the this uh, coronavirus time is nostalgia and reminiscence, man. I mean, you look back on the on the better days. You, it's it's just a natural human inclination. I think if you notice a lot of Facebook posts, people posting up pictures of when they were a kid, when they were having good times back in the day. <laughs> I've mean, always seriously. done that on Facebook. Huh? <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I do is for old pictures. Because <laughs> I don't have a life. Because <laughs> I don't. There's not much interest going on in my present. So I'm like, it's just, the, corona, the coronavirus has brought everyone to me. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> It's like all the gamers who like, I never left the house anyway. Well, now, yeah. welcome to my Facebook life. I'm glad yeah. y'all caught up. Mm -hmm. There's an old country song that's titled, uh, The Good Old Days Are Gone for Good. It's by the Gourds. The Gourds. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like doing paintings of Gourds. Yes. No kidding. You talk about the squash thing, right? Well, a, a, a squash is, is a gourd, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just making sure I was in the right family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of them. Actually, a loofah is a uh, is a gourd. Well, I'll bring it back to Cinco. A loofah? No, what? Did you say the Mexican loofah? I, I what said, are you talking about? I don't know anything about a Mexican loofah. Um, no, I don't it know. Like, it sounds know. like a narcotic or something. I could have sworn you said the Mexican no, yeah. <laughs> He's on the Mexican loofah tonight, y'all. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back up. I don't want anything. To, I don't Sorry. want anything to do with that. No, the yeah. loofah. The loofah is the thing in the shower that maybe. Yeah, I know. Well, okay. I know what it is, but I for some reason I don't. Never mind. Well, the yes. ones you, you the one you probably have in your shower is synthetic, and it's based on this squash 
this loofah squash. It grows like the, a vine of like 50 feet. You've got to have it just, I mean, so much space for it to grow on. Um, yeah, I have one growing in my shower. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big shower. <laughs> You must, have a, you must have a skylight. <laughs> yeah. I have several it, skylights. Or a big it would, window. It would, it, would, it would be cool to have an outdoor shower. Yes, with a Mexican loofah. <laughs> yes. Clark Barkley has an outdoor shower. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> Kids, does. It's, it's Teacher Appreciation Week, and I know all you <laughs> listeners out there are thinking about how much you miss love and adore uh your your teachers mr Bur- uh jason sorry about mr burns um uh, yeah that's fine <laughs> since both of y'all are mr burns and we're not at school uh jason uh, y- you had a, a note from a, a former cherished uh valuable student of ours uh, about how much she missed sleeping on our desks yes <laughs> yes and if that's not if that's not teacher appreciation y'all i don't know what is no, I actually, I thought that was quite funny that she would actually tag us in the right. idea that all I did was sleep in your class. I, I actually, I did find that very amusing, to be honest with you. I, I, no, I, 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 I've made amends with that particular student and don't have a problem with her. In fact, I have to see her probably Thursday uh, at the veterinarian's office. But let's move on from, from that. Well, let me, okay, let me ask you a question then. Speaking of teacher appreciation, right. uh, 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 and either one of you, Jason, you could take it first if you want, or Margaret. Uh, is there any particular teachers in your past that you uh, appreciate or that maybe have inspired you to be the, the fabulous educators that you are today? Gosh. Me. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, I I was, my, you, you stole I my, my answer. <laughs> I amaze myself every day. No. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not one of my students, but I am my favorite teacher. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great answer. Thank yeah, I, I, I come home and look in the mirror and I'm like, you are my inspiration. Right. Uh, How do you do it? Yeah, yes. I tell you that you are my hero. <clears throat> uh, I would say for me easily, uh, I had two teachers and I'll make this quick because I, I don't want to ramble about that. But I had a, a teacher in high school named Mr. Field, Mr. Bruce Field, and he was the, the coolest guy I, I ever met. And I do remember thinking, I want to be him. Now, he just happened to be a history teacher. Uh, And I never had in my thought process at that time that I would be a history teacher. But I did, looking back on it, I realized how much he influenced me. I mean, he was really cool. He introduced me to a lot of stuff that I didn't really think about at the time. He was a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Jeff took the class with me. Yes, yes, I did. He was a a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Which I love the boss. Yeah, uh, I didn't at the time, though, interestingly enough. Right. I, and when I was a senior, I took uh, a Russian history slash American Soviet Union relations class. It was a year long. I was uh, in it. Yes, you were. And he required well, us. Well, when I showed up, I was in it. Yes. He required <laughs> us to uh, p- purchase a subscription to Newsweek. So we, we had yeah. to yes. read Newsweek every week. And we got to, I mean, and we went through all this. I, we even took a field trip to Norfolk. And saw yeah. the last six secretaries of state going that back, cool. going back to the Kennedy administration, up to the Reagan administration. Now, what high school senior gets to be exposed to that type of history, whether they were really into it or not at the time? Not many. Now, let me ask you this question: Why did you get out of the class? I forget. Oh, I got an A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had an A. I love that <laughs> class. I know you didn't. You were this. Whoa, there for whoa. Him, but. <laughs> I think I, I think I uh, squeaked out a C. 
Yeah, right. And then when I got to college, yeah, well, because I couldn't read, remember? So right. uh, you know, Newsweek. <laughs> Well, we shared the subscription. I probably just right. read it, and then you, you threw, read it and then to you me. Threw it I was yeah. the pictures. <laughs> yeah, but then when I got to college, I had a guy named uh, Dr. Robert uh, Saunders, who's my advisor, and he taught me like four different classes. And he was just the coolest cat I've ever met outside of Mr. Field. I mean, those two guys taught me how to be or how to conduct myself in a classroom, not necessarily how to teach, but how right. to relate well, to students, how yeah, to relate I- to other people. And I think we all find our that. yeah. I think we all find our own way how to teach as we do it and as we move and grow. Uh, so but you're right. I see quick, what you're saying. Yeah. Thank you to Dr. Saunders and and Mr. Field. God bless y'all. Nice, Mark. What about yeah, you? I mean, um, if uh, I teach English because my mother, my dear sweet beloved mother, uh, Marianne, uh, Marianne, uh, she uh, such a wonderful woman, uh, and she would. She was the first person in, in, you know, a lot of our family to go to college. So she brought all her books home and her two boys were going to be smart, whether they wanted to be or not. And she would punish me with English. She would make me read. She made me copy the dictionary, made me copy uh, diagram sentences, that kind of thing. If it was something, if it was an infraction, not necessary for the grand jury of my father, Eddie Wall's belt, um, <laughs> which I'm so glad he gave me and taught me the, the, the way to do things through that belt. Boy, that belt scary to death but anyway uh mom gave me the basis for english but i never wanted to be an english teacher i i you know i initially wanted to be a doctor when i went to school to college uh to uva a highly selective school just so we're all aware uh wanted to be a doctor uh because of my pediatrician chunk richmond who handled me when i first got diabetes when i was seven and then i took chemistry and uh in 600 people class i just could not ask questions couldn't understand it had to withdraw from chemistry which is just awful so then I'm like, hey, man, be an attorney. You're smart enough to do that. Do it. Be an attorney. Took the LSAT. Got a, a, a decent grade, but just really never moved forward on that. And so I uh, became a teacher because they'll really hire anybody, and I needed to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you need to eat. I like I it. I really needed to eat. And they, and like I say, I mean, I had two degrees from UVA, an English uh, degree and an African-American studies degree, African-American and African studies degree. Let me be specific. And, and, you know, that's impressive. They'll hire me. I know how to put together a few words in a sentence that sounds pretty damn good. So, bam, I got a job teaching. But honestly, ever since then, you know, uh, what has inspired me more than anything else, and Jason, you can probably attest to this, was, would be Dr. Joe Ara Stara. Let me say that again. Dr. Joe Ara Stara. He's one of those old country dudes that would use the R Oh, the aura. Aura. Yeah. Yeah. Aura. Turn on the VCR aura and let's watch a movie. Yes. And that's the way he pronounced his name, kind of. So, But Joe was the coolest guy I've, I've, I've ever seen. He was my physics teacher. I know nothing about math. I don't know why I took physics. Uh, the first test he ever gave us uh, on vector force, there were eight questions, and I got through the first one. And I raised my hand. I said, and uh, Dr. Starr, I, I don't know what's going on here. Can you just give me a little bit of help? Dr. Starr would let us bring in a three-by-five note card filled out with whatever we wanted on both sides, and it still didn't help me, okay? Wow. Right. Uh, That's how dumb I was in this class. So he comes back there. I did the first question. He did the other. He did numbers two through eight for me, and I got all those right. 
I didn't get the first one I did right. So I got an 87 <laughs> on the test. <laughs> so I really appreciated Joe doing the whole test for me. And then after that, he and I just both kind of knew it was a lost cause. As, uh, as long as I didn't rattle his chain too bad, uh, he wouldn't rattle mine too bad. Probably let me go with like a D or a C, you know, benevolence right. grade. A, a benevolence grade, which sometimes is necessary. But, I mean, um, Joe had um, uh, owls everywhere in his room. Hootie's watching you. You better be careful, Wall. Hootie's watching you. And Who? Hootie. Hootie the owl. Hootie owl, Joe. Yeah, Hootie owl. No, I actually, wow. I actually, no, I actually Jeff, gave... Jeff's telling a bad joke. Right. Yeah. Anyway, my grandmother had done a... <laughs> yes. Do y'all... Uh, what was it? Little porcelain things that grandmas used to do back in the 70s? And they would, they would go to little porcelain classes, kind of like paint night. I have no clue what you're talking okay, about. Okay, anyway. So I had this owl that my mother, that my grandmother had made. And so I gave it to Joe to get ex- Joe Starr, this physics teacher. Okay. Joe Aura, Aura Starr. Star right. And so I gave it to Joe for extra credit. Uh, and I got in a little bit of trouble at home for that. But anyway, uh, Joe had all these convex and concave mirrors spread around the classroom. And while he was writing on the board, he could see everything that we were doing. So my man's standing up there writing on the board. And he's like, Wall, if you pass that note, I'm going to take it from you and read it to every girl and everybody in this class. Nice. And we, we thought the guy was like magic or something. We didn't know about the mirrors. Nonetheless. <laughs> Never paid attention to a thousand mirrors all around me. Gee, I wonder why all these mirrors are in here and he can see everything I do. Yeah, I don't weird. know what's going on. Yeah, he you must... were bad at physics. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was all of us. We were just that uh, dumb. But anyway, um, he's the guy, Jason, if you've ever said, uh, bow your head and smell lead. Right. That's where that came from, Joe. Um, God, what were some of Joe's, um, you're in the tall trees. Um, God, I'm leaving out the best one. You didn't mute. Sorry. Sorry. I need to edit that part out too. Bow your head and smell lead. When in doubt, look about. Oh, yeah, that's where Joe had these little sayings and I probably am not remembering all of them. But, you know, we always thought when in doubt, look about meant cheat. And what he what he meant was have some uh, uh, some precociousness about you and go through life with some curiosity and try to learn something. I don't know. Nice. Joe's cool. He wrote the textbook we used in class. That's how smart that dude was. Very nice. Yeah. I've had that a couple of times. It's intimidating when the your professor writes the textbook. Barry. Yes. So, Jeff, what about you? Well, um, actually, it's interesting. I'm glad before I tell you my two teachers that I thought about, I think it's really cool that all of us chose high school teachers because a lot of times when you watch TV shows or they do teacher appreciation, uh, the elementary teachers get most of the love, which they should. I taught elementary school for 16 years, and it really is an important and an incredible job. It, it It's a beautiful thing. It's just nice to hear something about high school teachers because now that I've been a high school teacher for seven-plus years, it's nice to see that – because you know, most students don't appreciate their high school teachers till long after they've left. 
so it, it's nice to give a little bit of love to high school teachers. But anyway, uh, my first teacher I thought about was uh, Miss Holman, Patricia Holman. Um, she was a uh, an English teacher at, at my high school. And as we established in the last podcast, I'm not much of a reader. So I always struggled a little bit in any class because, let's face it, growing up when we did, reading was a, a, a big part of, of learning. So I was always a little bit behind the curve. Um, but when I, I got into my senior year, I decided to take a class. It was called Creative Writing. Uh-huh. And, and and Patricia Holman was the teacher. And and the minute I walked in there, I felt like I had like come home. It was really cool. Uh, I mean, I remember it to this day. There was like only eight of us in the class. And it was so like sort of, it opened my mind so much, but just for the fact that the whole time in my career, I've always was told to write about what I read, basically regurgitate and, and sort of uh, explain what you've read. But I was never told to write what you think or what you feel. Right. And, and so that whole creative process just sort of like opened me up to writing. And I, and I hated writing. I hated it with a passion. Uh, and Patricia Holman got me to to appreciate uh, the written word like I'd never done before. It, it was a pretty amazing thing. Now, again, established before in the last podcast, I still don't read a lot. I try to, but I just can't. But she did open me up to a whole world that I didn't think was there. I've written short stories in the past, uh, uh, and, and I dabble in it still from time to time, even at this old age. So Patricia Holman was really uh, 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 an awesome teacher. And I just wanted to make sure that I gave her the credit that she deserves. Um, the second teacher was a professor in college, just like Jason said, uh, Greg Henry, oh, uh, Greg. Greg Henry. He was my, <clears throat> uh, ceramics teacher. And if you've ever seen Mark, any of my sculptures or ceramic pieces, <laughs> no, apparently if he failed as a teacher, right. But, uh, <laughs> but where was he from? He was from South. No, yeah, he was from South America. Uh, I can't remember what country. Uh, he, he was down there, um, <laughs> and he was, and he was, he was, he was Buddhist. He was Buddhist, and he painted and chickens and did these sculptures of chickens. Which remember he, that time? Yes, all those ch- chicken sculptures were in the back of his yard. That yes. was so yes. fucking crazy. You know what? Those are stories for another podcast. I yeah, because uh, yeah, we but, had to move one time. Yeah, I mean, he, but I got in a little trouble with him. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, but like I said, we'll save that story for another time. Uh, but the the thing about Greg was that he made me realize that it doesn't matter what you're painting, doesn't matter what you're creating, it doesn't matter what you're writing, as long as you are honest about it and you stick with it, who cares what anyone else says and you do it until it's done. And I remember someone, someone in class asking him, well, how do I know when it's done? And he said, the work will let you know. And I always, that that's always stuck with me. I use it to this day. (laughs) Deep. Yeah. And and well, there's a reason I've been painting bottles for the past 20 years, right? That's yeah, true. It's, it's not done yet. Uh, I, well, it might be. It, well, <laughs> ooh, that was rough. Uh, but uh, 
<laughs> well, it's not done in my eyes. So, uh, but yeah, so those are my two, Patricia Holman and Greg Henry. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Patricia. Patricia. Patricia, yeah. She called me a lazy fool once, but, yes. uh, but she meant it with so much love. It was awesome. Uh, well, as, 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 uh, that, that's, that was awesome, dude. That was a great uh, rundown of, of, of what uh, was obviously a very good teacher and an influencer on both of you. But uh, have you felt bad at all for the parents these days? No. No. I, <laughs> not no. at all. I mean, well, no. I have. I'm, no. I mean, and, okay, go on. As teachers, well, as teachers, no, I don't, I don't, I don't expect them to pick up where we, what we were doing and be teachers, but having to spend so much time with their kids, they really seem to not like that. Well, I think a lot of people forget that the, the one of the most important things about public education is socialization. And what we're missing right now from education is socialization. Uh, and that's important. And I, and I, I know it's, it's a mess sometimes, and I know we have a lot of problems but you do not replace being in a classroom face to face with 30 different individuals and trying to reach a common goal without some sort of socialization and trust and 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 faith in the process even if half of them are sleeping oh no no uh, doubt and i think that's why we're talking about appreciation right now and i think that's right. why it's so, it's so nice i right. think i think it's sort of i think it's sort of nice not nice that's the wrong word I think it's interesting that it took a, a pandemic for people to really appreciate what educators do. Well, let me say that too, because I was watching the news and I saw they were having like teacher appreciation parades and stuff. Yeah. Gloucester hasn't Gloucester hasn't had one yet, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually what they, what do they do for us? They give you a candy bar in the mailbox, they, right? They, yeah, they give you a candy bar in the mailbox. Uh, so donuts, and it's usually not the one. Yeah, I donut. Like. Yeah, they don't give me a raise, but I get yeah. a free donut. Fattening <laughs> us for the slaughter. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, though, that working with Mark over the years, uh, he doesn't eat a lot of chocolate. And so I would usually steal his candy bar out of his mailbox because uh, he wouldn't even bother to check. Uh, right. So I, I definitely double dipped. So I, I'm not getting any candy bars I know. Uh, this week. But I do think that this week will mean more because of the pandemic. Yeah, than it normally would because I mean, look, I know I'm appreciated on some level, but just like, like don't make it cat happy doesn't right. really. Help yeah, me. well, you know, like I said, you know, uh, every year, uh, we, you know, we appreciate so you so much. So come up and pick up your free meal from the cafeteria on Friday. Right. Wow. Okay. I, I got you, dog. You know, um, and don't get me wrong. It's 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 sweet and it's it's. I get it, but uh, I, I just I, I think maybe hopefully, even though even though I will say this that as Americans we have a very uh, short memory, so I have a funny feeling when we go back to quote unquote normal, uh, I think we'll be right back to where we were in terms of education. Oh, in sure terms of you know that's in fine, terms though. of that's appreciation, fine. That's fine. yeah, that's hey, look, fine. Man, we're we're all trying. Yeah, we're all, we're trying. all trying. We're doing our best, and you know, and Mark, I didn't want to sound like I didn't uh, like. I don't want to be hard on the parents, but and being a parent myself with two students in the household at this time, uh, it's just that, uh, unfortunately my student, my, my children are living with two teachers. So they do, uh, have a different sense of it, but it's hard juggling full-time work, uh, being, maybe their parents an essential worker and, and they have classes 
online and maybe their internet. If I mean, it's tough. So I do feel bad for him in that sense. I do. And I didn't mean no. it that way. No. I just, I just, it was a knee jerk reaction by saying no, that I think people have always took it for granted what we did. And they always assumed that, oh, I could go stand up in a bunch of kids, a bunch of kids and, and talk to them. It's Yo. so much more than that, you know, and, and which by the way, can I amend my one last thing? I forgot to mention. No, you can't. Uh, no, you can't. No, no, no okay. you can't. Right. No. We're, okay. pro- we're prohibiting you. Yes. Go ahead. Because you asked. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. My third teacher that I'd like to say <laughs> that I appreciate the most is uh, Kathy Burns, my wife. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. She is. Hey, listen, she gets on my nerves, but she's one of the hardest working teachers I've ever met. She is a great go. teacher. She is. She is a great teacher. Yeah. She and, 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 and she's very dedicated. And sometimes she makes me look like a uh, a snake oil salesman, snake oil yes. salesman, snake yeah. oil salesman. Yeah. Well, th- Jeff, you have too inspired many, uh, me. Too many S's in that. Yes, you have inspired me. I have thought of a third teacher. You're right. That's very close to me, and that's me. Yes, <laughs> yes, see, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I just want to thank myself for right. everything I've done. Right. Hey, I tell you what. <laughs> next time you're over here, I'm gonna give you a free donut. How's that? <laughs> You know I don't eat donuts, though. Uh, uh, well, then I'll eat it for you. Like you stole Mark's <laughs> chocolate bars. I'll eat the donut for you. Yes. Because remember, yes. you know, I got to fill out these sweatpants somehow. Not. They're called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fellas, let's talk about simple things. Like this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. What are you missing? What What are some things that you didn't think that you would even notice that you were missing, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh man!" The the popcorn at Target. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got to understand, my wife, like, my wife's like concept of a weekend activity is shopping all day, all right. and it doesn't matter if it's clothes or food or what cat litter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. She <laughs> loves to shop. Right. And so I happen to love Target popcorn, and she found out she can take me to any Target and shop as long as she wants, as long as I have popcorn. And I've gotten used to that. I mean, I look forward to going to Target with my wife because I would get a Diet, Diet Pepsi and a bag of popcorn, and I'd walk around the, the, the Target with her and eat popcorn. Um, I think I told you all that earlier. We actually went to a Target one time, and they didn't have any popcorn. They were out. So we actually left that Target and went to another one so I could get my popcorn while she yeah. shopped. You know, That's how it, hardcore I am about that. Isn't it funny that you're talking about the Target popcorn, and I, I, I love it too. I, I prefer the breadsticks, the pizza. I know. Popcorn. I knew you were going to say that. But, but it's interesting. You know, think about before the corona, right? We would get our bag of popcorn and we would put it right in the buggy and we would push the buggy and then just shove our hands in the popcorn bag and right shove it in our constantly. Mouth and, constantly. And, and then touch stuff and so, and now we're like ooh, i just i'll just carry everything you know it's just sort of crazy yeah, I'm how afraid to touch a door, door right you know right and, and before we would push the target cart shove it in our mouths full of popcorn you know? and i don't know so. about you but i eat popcorn like by the handful so i'm like shoveling so it's like yeah. it's a really ugly right. display so not only of hedonism. I, yeah i'm not not only am i touching my face i'm covering my entire face with my hand and popcorn yeah right and then rubbing it over everything i see right it's pretty crazy uh what about you mark what are you missing oh band practice oh yes jamming with the fellas yeah sitting down playing some drums i've been playing a lot of drums i've upgraded a lot of my put new heads on all my drums got them perfectly tuned of course got new hoops on my drums went for some pearl mastercast uh 
I know y'all don't. Um, it's not mean anything to y'all, but I love Pearl Mastercast. Uh, everybody does. Uh, and Pearl, I Master- love Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> have you seen Mr. Stone lately? <laughs> We're number one in Seattle. I thought I was talking. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. What about the Quad Cities? I think we're at number three there. But all right, on. be quiet. Let them go. I've, I've, I mean, I've, I've done some some interesting little things to my drums, uh, and um, I, I want to rock out some songs with uh, some fellas. But anyway, um, I hear you, man. That'll come. Yeah, it'll come. Yeah, it will soon pass. You know what I miss? To be honest with you, is that sort of piggybacks of what Jason was saying that that, that, that retail therapy. You know, I didn't realize until this pandemic how many <clears throat> articles of clothing I bought for no apparent reason just because I was doing something. Uh, uh, I didn't need the 45th V-neck sweater, but I bought it um, uh, or whatever. And so I sort of missed the idea of just hopping in the car and sort of strolling around a department store and going, ooh, all right. Well, that stuff's going to be open soon enough, whether you – whether you want yeah. to go or not is up to you, but it looks like we're heading that way. So. Yeah. Y'all do know cases are increasing every day, right? Oh, I know they okay. are. Yeah, yeah. I know okay. they are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, look, okay. I'm not, not saying anything. I'm not about... saying I was going to. In fact, I already told Kathy and the kids that even when they relax it, due to our profession being uh, the ability to, to work at home mm-hmm. and then, quote unquote, have the summer break, if you want to call it that, right. uh, backing up to where we are. I'm still going to lie low and st- I'm not going to rush out and do things. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to grow my hair out and uh, I'm going to be fine. Um, well, I'm going to get a haircut. Uh, yeah. I'll take my chances. I'm growing my hair all the way out, but I mean, I just, I'm not, uh, you have hair. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not changing <laughs> anything uh, from here on. Um, I really, I'm looking forward to this, this summer break more than I think I ever have. I need a break just from everything. And a I hate saying that, man. I feel so damn guilty because other people are going to work every day and all that kind of stuff. I don't know, man. Hey, man, staring at a computer as long as we're staring at it can get old fast. It drains you. That hit me yesterday. That really sunk into me yesterday after about eight and a half, nine hours in front of it, and I just was yeah, zonked. It's, it's tough. It yeah. is tough, man. It is very tough. I feel you. I appreciate you, Mark. Well, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason, do you appreciate either of us? I was, <laughs> we haven't heard from you. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for someone to appreciate me. I didn't know if he muted right. himself. Or <laughs> well, you've already covered that. You appreciate it yourself. So. Yeah, I did. Uh, so right. we didn't need to do that. Yeah, I did. I did. You're I, right. I, I didn't want to feel like we were piling on. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, uh, I, I feel like this has been a great conversation. That's it's certainly made me uh, a lot uh, happier than I was earlier when I was talking to the post office officials. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. And uh, and their their uh, their their thing with me earlier, but just a couple of yes or no questions. Going to try to start something new, folks. Some random questions at the end of the of, of the show to sort of take us out on a good note. And uh, just the yes, you know, simple answers can do here, fellas. Jeff. Okay. All right. All right. And you can explain if you really want to. If Martians wanted you to, if they came down to Earth and wanted you to go with them. And they 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 were totally open about we're not probing you, dog. Right. Well, I'm not from Kentucky. <laughs> this is just for fun. That's right. We're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna go cruising the 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 universe. Would you go with them? 
Uh, I'm going to say no. Wow. And the reason is I'm very claustrophobic. I'm afraid of heights. So I'm not getting into anything that I'm flying around like that. It's just not happening. Well, that's not claustrophobia, actually, but okay. Well, I'm imagining like being in this little... Are you talking about like the thing from Close Encounters? Well, yeah, that's like a floating city. But I mean, (laughs) I'm thinking of like a, you know... A little thing that what's that Marvin the Martian was in that one seater, man. That yeah. was you know, I'm yeah. not I'm not hopping in there with him, man. Forget that. Well, I think I think you know? I think fuel efficiency Nothing against Marvin the Martian, he's the bomb, but man. still. Man, uh fuel efficiency around the universe has improved everywhere except Earth. Uh, okay. So, well I'm gonna i I'm still gonna say no on this one. They're getting more miles to the gallon out of solar energy than yeah. we yeah, okay. Jeff, you wanna or Jason rather? Uh I would say no. Just simply because I don't care. I'm going, y'all. Um, <laughs> oh, you're going, huh? If I hear that, okay, I'm building the potato. I mean, interestingly enough, on that, I have camped at the bottom of Devil's Tower, which is what he was building in his living room. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, we had to watch that in middle school. Yeah, but uh, th- that thing looks crazy in yeah, real life. Did. It's huge. Yeah. Um, how do you like your steak <laughs> cook, Jeff? Oh, my steak? Yeah. Uh, medium well. I like it pink uh, and some juice, but um, I used to eat it well, and I realized that's way too dry. So oh, yeah. I've, I've gone back to medium well. Would you, uh, would you send a steak back that was not medium well? No, I would not. I've had steak that I've ordered medium well, and it, it was not quite what I thought, but, it, uh, but I, 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 I got through it. You're but now, if, if if it came like completely, like bloody and just like just no, I would have to send it back. But for the most part, I, I don't like to be rude, so I don't. All right, cool. Jason, can I say can I say something here? Uh, no, no. Since you asked, yeah, fair <laughs> Go ahead. Got got me. Got me. Gotti. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do medium well because they usually undercook it. However, I tell you this, if they send me something that's undercooked, you better believe it's going back. And, and there is no like level or like this concrete, um, matrix I have for it. I yeah. You know it. when it's done, right. I, and yeah. I look at it, I, a, a, a steak undercooked is like, like, like pornography with what the Supreme Court said. I can't define it, but I know what it is when I see it. When I see it, exactly. Yes, I agree. And and you're not being rude if you ordered food and they got it wrong. Right. Right. I got you. Send it back. I'm going with medium, and uh, I'm definitely sending it back, and I'm going to be very polite about it, having worked in in, in the restaurant industry for so long. um, Things happen. The things I've seen in kitchens, folks, if we ever get quote get back to quote normal, going out to eat during the summertime is one of the worst things you could ever do to your body. Uh, the stuff that goes on in that kitchen in that heat. Anyway, hey, did you hear that Wendy's is running out of fresh beef? Oh yeah, twenty percent. One, uh, one, one in five yeah. Wendy's restaurants are not selling hamburgers now. Well, they can't. I know. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. It's uh, crazy. Anyway, uh, what's the best vacation you've ever had, Jeff? Oh, good question. Uh, best vacation. Well, I mean, you know, you, you got to break it up into the different things. But t- since we're keeping it short, since we're wrapping it up. Um, you are keeping uh, it short, dude. I, I'll yeah, give you that yeah. so far. Yeah. I, I yeah. got to admit, that's Thank the you. precise thing you've said all evening. I, 
Wow. I feel, I'm feeling like Napoleon the third here. Uh, pay up, dude. Cinco. Yeah, pay up. Yeah. I can't get blood from a stone. Um, I'm going to say every vacation that I've ever had with my wife and children. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> Jason, I can't even ask you now. I mean, there's nothing you can say that'll top that, man. Well, I, well, I was, I'm swallowing. Don't the start talking about continents. That I, Jason, uh, Jason, huh? don't start talking about continents. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, don't don't. <laughs> if you start talking about continents, I'm I'm, I'm this this I is had, over. I, <clears throat> I had one word answer. Disney. No, Italy. Oh. Okay. All right. What about you, Mark? I mean, Italy. Uh, man, I don't know, man. Vancouver Island was pretty cool. Uh, but I, I got to say probably uh, the, the canyon lands of Utah right above uh, the Grand Canyon. It's like being yeah, on the moon. Word. It's, 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 I will say, I will say that, Mark, I went to the Grand Canyon last year. Right. And was totally overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, amazing completely amazing mm-hmm. america's got a lot of cool things to look at uh that are naturally we do yeah that are naturally formed and a, a great diversity of those and they had a whole show on the smithsonian channel the other day about that right hopefully yeah. we can preserve uh, about what <laughs> about th- just the nature of america and they just did it was like an, it's called aerial america and they just flew over all the like the natural parks yeah. and the the natural formations that we have and stuff and just, just the beautiful land that we actually live in. Look, let me me tell you this one. I mean, I flew over obviously and everybody does, but if you're flying out West, but I, the grand Canyon and to see the grand Canyon from 30,000 feet is freaking amazing. I bet it's mind boggling. Yeah. Yeah. It is just amazing. Yeah. All right. Last one. What's the favorite song? What's your favorite song right now? Oh, Wow, my favorite song right now at, at today. Yeah, I've got it. Do you want me to go, Jeff? Yeah, fuck you out. Totally random. I don't know who sings it, but it's called Romeo's Tune. It's from some folk singer from the 1970s, and it like charted in 1980. I did a little research on this. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot on Sirius Radio, and it just for some reason for me is just super cool right now. Really. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What, it's what called time, Romeo's Tune. What time period? Approximately. What do you mean time period? Well, I mean, is like, it is it like an was old it song? Is it a 60s? No, is it American no, he, Standard? No, no. He wrote it himself. It's 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 basically he was a folk singer that was pretty successful apparently to the Wikipedia when I was looking at it. Mm-hmm. But you know, he, he had this this one hit and it's basically about a song where he takes all these Shakespeare references, I think, and he just uh basically He's falling in love with it, this woman, and the rest of the world melts away. Okay. Oh, nice. I like that. All right. It's an interesting um, song. I I would, and the only reason I hear it a lot on serious radio. Yeah. So I it, would have to say, for me, since I've been holed up here, and y'all know I listen to a lot of jazz and standards and stuff. Um, I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, Frank Sinatra or can't Count Basie, uh, Fly Me to the Moon. I mean, you know, come on, just Fly Me to the Moon. You, uh, okay. So it's a it's an old standby. If you had to, if I had to choose one, that's one that I would. I've been playing a lot. I've been listening. I've been hearing a lot. So. All right. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna have to say. Uh... Itty Bismarcky tune. Yeah. <laughs> No, actually, actually not. Oh, okay. I, I went out on a limb. 
Well, little sheep, little peep. Well, I, I don't know which one. Uh, little feet willing would be great right now, but I'm going to go with. Um, I wasn't saying little feet, but yeah. <laughs> sound like you said little feet. Anyway, Fish's Thread, the, the last song on their <clears throat> latest album, which I think is probably one of their best albums. Uh, Thread is just nuts. The the last five minutes of it, you you dudes would would melt like snowflakes. Well, you. You did say nuts. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> tough descriptive. I mean, if you say, man, that place, that thing is nuts, then I, you know, how can you go wrong? Well, I, I, <laughs> I am using that word too much. I agree. I mean, it's nuts, man. That thing's nutty. All right. Well, it's complex. Is that better? No, you I used... prefer nuts. Okay. Well, <laughs> you've uh, used nuts before uh, today, right now? Uh, uh, folks, it's been that's great a, talking to y'all tonight. It really has, everybody. Folks, nuts, man. That's nuts. nuts. Um, I'm not joking, by the way. I know you're not. All right. Anything y'all want to say to the people before I log off here? I think. <laughs> no, I just wanted to give a shout out to the people in Quad Cities. You know, keep it going. We're number three right now. Let's push it to number one. Please I had to do this. Are we number three, really? In, in the Quad Cities. Yeah, we're number three, man. Woo-hoo. We're getting there. <laughs> now there's only like two shows but still that doesn't matter <laughs> well i mean every 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 uh but i just want to give a shout out to the quads every engine has its caboose there sure. you go and every podcast journey of a thousand miles starts with one podcast so <laughs> that's right wow that's nuts man <laughs> thank you thank you i'm here i'm here for you all right fellas all right man this is fun I can't I can't wait to be your special guest next time. <laughs> I feel so special. <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? <laughs> All right, everybody. That was a wonderfully fun time with Jason and Jeff Burns from down in Newport News. We thank them for taking their time out today to join us. We hope you're all doing well. Please stay safe. We love you to death. Talk to you next week. <laughs>